Welcome, everyone, to the Carolina Outdoors. Your host, Wes Lawson right there, Bill Barty right here. Bill, today is going to be like Dr. Seuss. (laughs) Oh, the places you'll go. We're going to go halfway around the world, and then we're going to go fishing. This is going to be good. I know it. This is going to be exciting. And the fishing part, maybe we can jump in. People hear us speak about this a whole lot. And uh, part of the reason is through the week, Wes Lawson and myself hang out at Jesse Brown's Outdoors, where we are outfitting people for local adventure and travel, but also for trips around the world. One of our main sports, if not major sport, is the sport of fly fishing. And we spend our time at Jesse Brown's helping outfit people with flies, leaders, rods, reels, waders, boots, all of those things that it takes to enjoy whether it be a freshwater trip or a saltwater trip, we're fortunate here in the Carolinas to have both of those. We're also fortunate to have an airport that'll take us to places that we may have never thought about going. And with that, uh, Wes, equipment and gear has changed over the years, and also the demographics of that sport have changed mm-hmm. over the years with the addition of more and more and more women join the ranks of anglers using fly rods. And it's about time. You know, I think it's time that we welcome more folks into the sport and community of fly fishing. It has sometimes been seen as a a stuffy group of of old men in tweed. (laughs) Um, But we have seen more of that. We've seen more of them, you know, going uh, on guided trips, getting casting lessons, coming in for waiter and and waiting boot fittings. Um, And there's some stereotypes they have to deal with of, you know, I'm not strong enough for this or... I'm not good enough at this. And that's, you know, anybody who tells us that, we like to let them know that they are perfectly wonderful at this and we'll help them get there. You know, Bill, you mentioned fishing and what we've got going on. We've gotten people ready this week alone for our own local ponds and lakes, but also for the mountains and the coast and the world beyond from a two-weight trout reel to a 12-weight trout reel, and oh. some spinning equipment, too. So, uh, you know, come on in for all of that good well, stuff. Of course, uh, on staff over at Jesse Brown's lead guide and instructor, Dave Bergman, has uh, been taking a lot of people as he builds the foundation of the sport of fly fishing for people who may not even know what end of a fly rod to hold. He takes them from that, what not to, to use here or there. He really builds that foundation in a moving North Carolina trout stream about two hours from Charlotte. And, of course, late summer, which has always been a, a, the more challenging time for cold water fish to have a great uh, uh, retained cold water, he's had a lot of success with clients catching fish and learning the sport. And this is just the beginning because as we near October, the delayed harvest waters open up. The fish become healthier and more active. The insect life that is required in these different trout streams uh, becomes more active and healthier. And it just makes it a great time. Again, whether you're in the mountains fishing or for our coastal friends who are out there as well, the, the fish start schooling up in the Carolina outdoors waters come alive and it's a great time for us as outdoors people and people interested in the sport of fly fishing for jumping in 
feet first. Pardon that pun. Ooh, there it is. But, you know, we also have a lot of people getting ready to travel, whether it's back up to the mountains for the fall leave change or summer camping or end of summer camping trips, but also international travel ramps back up in the fall because fewer families are out there. But in this case, we're going to talk to somebody about a country that is so small and so far away, we don't even have an embassy there, so I couldn't even do my usual State Department travel documentation for them. I had to do it for India instead of Bhutan. So talking about getting ready to go to the kingdom of Bhutan, other side of the world, top of the world in some cases, right there nestled into the Himalayas between India and China next to Bangladesh and Nepal. What an interesting place because not only of the altitude of the Himalayas and, and of course, it's primarily an agricultural mm-hmm. economy, but they have some interesting, I don't know, what's what's that animal that is their national, the Takan? The Takan or, or the uh, the new goat, the chamois cattle. The chamois cattle, which is some kind of goat, but we're going to learn. Big goat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're going to learn all about that. So the Carolina Outdoors is going international as we're going to invite Scott Wurzbacher onto the program. He's got a podcast called Inspire Campfire, and I believe our very own Wes Lawson may be joining their airwaves in October sometime. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to do a little, little podcast talk over there on Inspire Campfire. Can't wait to do that, Bill. Well, speaking of podcasts, uh, this, this podcast and any of these episodes previously are available as highlights of the Carolina Outdoors, wherever you may listen to a podcast, we welcome you to join, subscribe, rate, and review. And for everyone else, you may be listening to us at jessebrowns.com or via the airwaves early on a Saturday morning via WBT up and down the eastern seaboard. We're going to be back with the show after this. <laughs> 